this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. Age of Radio. Pre-roll time. The Cheers to Comics podcast is proudly brought to you by Inked Marketing Solutions. And uh, I actually don't have an individual Inked Marketing Solutions project to promote on this here pre-roll. Now, I want to tell you a little bit about uh, Inked Marketing in just a little more detail, what they actually do. Um, well, uh, in, in a time of uh, uh, Kickstarters, uh, this, this is the Kickstarter age, no doubt about it. Um, there's, uh, there, I, I've seen it happen way too many times. Uh, big books that should be great don't know how to actually do the, uh, I don't know, the, the boring shit when it comes to putting on a, a Kickstarter. And that's where Inked Marketing comes in. Uh, they do all the important boring shit. Uh, you make the comic, Ink Marketing makes sure that it gets funded, is what it comes down to. Uh, it's a an advertising signal-boosting uh, juggernaut. The uh, the success rate is just... <laughs> it's hard to match, man. It's hard to match. I don't have the exact number in front of me, but as somebody that follows all of these uh, these campaigns and everything... As long as you follow Inked Marketing's uh, uh, the, the individualized program, and that's the cool thing. It's not like it's everybody gets you. You do it this way, and you get that. No, uh, Kevin, the man behind it all, he sits down with you, and it, it, it's a real life conversation. You know, it's a very personal situation, and you know, he says, "Okay, what well, do you want to get out of this? This is what I feel is reasonable," and then it's. Uh, I guess the, the man, he's a marketing expert, that's what he does. Um, so, he's taking his expertise to the Kickstarter and Indiegogo, really just the crowdfunded community, and uh, he's, he's doing amazing things. So, um, yeah, and, and it, with all of these pre-rolls, if you've ever listened to this podcast before, you hear me talk about Inked Marketing, and, you know, the, uh, more so the projects that they promote, I, I, I feel that you really need to know who inked marketing is uh, early get in on the ground floor and you know if you're a creator listening to this right now uh, just search inked marketing solutions and if you can't find them for whatever reason um, you should be able to find them then you know where to find me at cheers to comics anywhere just yeah get a hold of me and I will put you in touch with the right person to uh, to get your your uh, campaign funded so there you go. Uh, inked Marketing Solutions, people. Get some. Well, hello again and welcome back to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I'm your host, Brian Wayne, and this is episode 343. The 343rd episode of the Cheers to Comics podcast is a creator corner, and boy, do I have a treat for you. Oh, man. My uh, my goat, I believe he's the, uh, the, the greatest 
writer in comics. You know, I, I say Tom Taylor a lot, but when it comes down to it, you know, Tom Taylor didn't make Chew. So, uh, <laughs> uh, for real though, it's John Lehman. Um, I, the, the, the guy, he, he, he changed the way I, 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 I perceive comics, look at comics. Um, he opened up what the world of comics could potentially be uh, beyond what I was just initially reading at the time before discovering Chew. So, um, having him back for a second time, like this was, this was, uh, I, 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 I speak on it in the podcast, but way back in the day, I said, I want to have Lehman on the podcast. And like, uh, I said, you know, years and years from now, like wait, you know, like 10 years from now when, you know, people know who the hell we are, I'll have John Lehman on the podcast and I've had him twice now in less than three years. So, oh man, um, I'm, I'm overwhelmed with joy on all of this. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm super excited, excited for you to hear this interview with John Lehman. Um, there's, there's things that come about that I'm not sure are, uh, officially announced yet. And nothing that he actually says is, uh, air quote official, but he gives some heavy hints at some stuff coming. Some stuff that we should definitely be excited about. So, uh, yeah, no, you got to stay tuned for all of that because the, the, the entire podcast is loaded with that stuff. It doesn't just happen once. Um, it's, it's, it's so exciting, man. So if you're a speculator, then there's, there's a couple of books that are probably going to fly under the radar that you might want to get your hands on. It's all going to be in the podcast. It's all going to be in the podcast. Uh, before we get to that, though, Speaking of good things, I want to hear, or I want to tell you all about Nerds Forever. I want you to hear me. That's what I want. Uh, I want to, uh, Nerds Forever, man. Uh, my, my guy Tarl up in Newcastle, Wyoming, he's, he, he's, he's still the best. Still the best. Uh, <laughs> I, I, really, um, so if you're somebody that, you know, is still kind of traveling through the country, you know, maybe you don't have kids and you don't, you don't abide by the school schedule and you're, uh, you know, you don't have to, uh, you know, stick to the, the, the summer time to be able to do stuff. Well, um, I do suggest that, you know, if you're on the hunt, check out Nerds Forever in Newcastle, Wyoming. But if you're the majority of the population that won't be in Newcastle and Wyoming anytime soon, then there is a, a website that I would like you to check out, and that's 307nerdsforever.com, and that's with the number four. So it's 307nerdsforever.com, and... Uh, yeah, man. Let's just put it this way. Tal listens to the podcast. He buys uh, what's good based off of, you know, good recommendations. So, um, you know, you get what the fuck I'm saying here? You see what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, no, it's uh, you want the good stuff. If you missed out at your other shop for whatever reason, I mean, Tarl's come through for me every time. Every time. I'm not saying he, I mean, I'm, I don't, don't want to put it some unreasonable expectations, but I'm just saying he's that good. He's just that good. So, Nerds Forever, man. Check it out. 307nerdsforever.com. Now, uh, with no further ado, I bring to you a conversation with uh, somebody that I consider one of the most legendary folks of our time, of modern comics. Uh, he's, he's the absolute... Uh, he's the GOAT, man. He's the GOAT. John Lehman. Right, welcome back, John. How are you, man? I'm good. It's oh. uh, it's it's finally under 115 degrees it is. in Phoenix, and when it gets down to like 100 after being 115 for months, it feels like winter. So <laughs> it's uh, it's it's nice. You say 115. I'm sitting here bitching about it being 94. Um, but it's a dry heat. Yeah, it's, it's, it's once like eighty-five and up. You're you're in an oven, man. It's 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 not. Well, fun. Where, where are you at? I'm in Denver. 
Oh, okay. So okay. I'm I'm a mile closer to the sun, I guess. But uh, it's it, that that mile seems to be making a huge difference because it's oh yeah, I it's, it's, it's it's shitty. But um, man, I'm 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 happy to have you back talking about comics. That's the beautiful thing is we don't have to talk about the weather. You're John motherfucking layman. You got comics <laughs> yeah, to talk it's about. Been a, it's been it's <laughs> been an eventful a month or two, hasn't it? It, it? it really has. It really has. Um, the last we talked, we were right before. Uh, the second volume of Chew was getting ready to release. This is when yeah. I learned that uh, it wouldn't be Rob Guillory. It'd be a Mr. Dan Boltwood. And in my head, before knowing who Dan Boltwood was, I was a little uh, appalled. But then I, I, I'm reading Dan Bolt. I'm watching or looking at Dan Boltwood's art in this. And Jesus Christ, man, you couldn't. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, a it's more, pretty great, isn't it? Oh, holy shit. I mean, you, it's, it's hard to believe that Guillory was replaceable, but... I mean, this, this is this is so perfect. You couldn't have found a, a better artist to. Well, it's, it's uh, definitely to a little on. a different vibe. Like, like I, I've always said that that Rob's a little more cartoony and and Dan's a little more animated. Uh huh. See, I like that. I like that. That's that's a that's a great comparison. Uh, I mean, I still stand by the fact that I think Rob's one of the 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 greatest working talents out there um, to this oh, yeah. day. I mean, no he, he's. he's um, I, I uh, now that Boltwood is doing things, he's a hundred percent on my radar. Um, I, it seems that he's focused on uh, on Chew, though, man. You, you, you got him. Well, uh... he, he's he's a Brit, and like unlike the rest of us, he's not really connected to the internet. Oh, like you know, you. He, he tweets once in a while. Um, and by once in a while, I mean I don't think he has since May, and uh, <laughs> and. Uh, so, you know, we talk a couple times a week by, you know, WhatsApp and, oh. you know, I, I uh, you know, he, he basically delivers me a dump of pages once a week. Whereas Rob and I, you know, we talked every day and this was a, a large portion of Chew was while AIM was still kind of going on. And so we just left on AIM all day and, you know, we would talk all day. Hey, you know, what do you think about this panel? Oh, what should I do here? Where Dan you know, Dan goes away and then, you know, delivers me magic. It's a, you know, every, every relationship with every artist is different. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, not, not saying one's good, one's bad. It's just, it's just different. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a different style of working. Yeah, no, I don't, there's there's no right or wrong dynamic. You can have different dynamics and then still come out to be like some magical and uh, that's that's what the hell Chew is. You know, all my listeners know that I am, I'm I'm a super fan of Chew. Like that is the thing that made me see comics in an entirely different light. And we we we've we've talked about this before. So having Chew come back in uh, uh, this type of capacity, and I mean, we 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 finished the first arc. Now we just started the second arc. Um, the the first arc was still, you know, it was reminding new readers and even old readers that, you know, this is in Tony's universe, but at the same time, it's not once we get, it was, it was a bridge, you know, it was a bridge from the old to the new. And then this, this last issue is where we say, you know, Hey, this isn't you anymore. This is its own thing. You know, it's the same world, but it's definitely going to, you know, feel different here and there. And and it does too. It doesn't. I mean, it's it's the other side of the uh, the, the 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 crime. You know. I yeah. mean, we, it's it's the dynamic. I, I, there's something about the way you write, John. Man, it's always just so fucking clever. 
You know, it's you always have this level level of just cleverness to the way you're able to continue on with things and mesh things. And I mean, that's that's why to me, you're the goat. Like it's it's (laughs) I I, I really do mean that I'm sitting here bragging on Twitter and shit before we're talking, saying I'm going to talk to the fucking goat for a second time. Like, but it's it's because of the way you, you, you do things so uniquely and to be able to take something just I mean, so pivotal, like pivotal like like chew you know how important that is to to indie comics and then be bold enough to continue it on for another generation and make it so different but at the same time still very familiar it's just yeah you know i could have just done untold tales of tony chew and probably people would have bought it a little more i mean i would have eaten them all up if i'm gonna do something i want to i want to do something different um so I, that this yeah, is that's different. This one spun out of. I, I love it, man. I love it. Um, and uh, the, 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 this uh, this this sixth issue, this first arc, it really, it, it totally sets you off to, to know that you know it's it's Saffron's book. This is Saffron's book and her characters, and she is just as much of a bad. I think she's more of a badass than Tony would ever be. Tony didn't really um, find how badass he was till towards the end. He seemed like he was kind of contained uh saffron immediately she's just she's finding it man and i yeah i, I mean I, they, she she is a lot more id you know tony was very you know tony was this like volcanic you know he was very repressed and then he would explode mm-hmm. where she's just uh you know she, she's uh you know she'll uh she'll go crazy a lot faster and a lot more often that's a lot more in character for her yeah yeah she's she's a machine gun tony's more of just like a cannon yeah. And uh, it was, ah, oh, man, I, I, I'm loving her. And, the, you know, Tony, he was he, uh, at least, uh, you know, throughout his 60 issues, you know, I mean, he had uh, quite the surrounding cast to help, you know, drive him as well. Saffron seems to be doing this on her own. You know, well, I mean, I like, mean she has a great cast. Daddy and she's got grandpa. And That's... by by the end of this arc, there will be two more, uh, you know, characters that are... That are kind of significant. Love it. Um, but you know, because we had to roll out of Chew the first arc, you know, with all those familiar characters, I couldn't really introduce the entire cast. Yeah. Well, no, that makes sense. Uh, I mean, it's uh, I would rather it not all be dumped at once either. You know, I, I like the the the. The, I don't know, man. You know what the hell you're doing. I don't. <laughs> you're doing well, it right. This I'm is... glad it looks that way. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's great, and I, I know that you know we we kind of talked about this a little bit the last time we talked. You know, uh, the chew being adapted and being picked up, but uh, now that um, you know things are just different. I feel like everything's a lot more accessible and willing to be pitched. And now that you have this new. Uh, arc with you is this something that maybe you've kind of re- rethought like maybe taking this and i don't know I, I mean look what they did with invincible they made invisible incredibly successful animated i mean is this well, something that so there is stuff going on and i i had hoped it would be public and i could talk about it by now <clears throat> and it's not it's moving at you know it's moving at like geologic speed um okay. <laughs> you know like glaciers and mountains and shit but there is stuff going on. Uh, and, you know, I would have told you in June, oh, yeah, you know, let's talk in August. You know, it'll be public by then for sure. Um, it is not. Uh, wow. But, yeah, there, there is definitely, like, you know, the success of, you know, the boys and, uh, 
you know, just everything that's on TV. I mean, like everything's being adapted. Why the last man, you know, sweet tooth, mm-hmm. like every time one of those things happen, it's good for chew. Yeah. 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 No. Oh my God. No, seriously. Like all of the hairs on my body are standing up right now. It's uh, <laughs> this, but, is, but this is what on, I want some level. It does feel like shit. I'm going to be the last person. Like when they make the last comic book show, it's going to be chew. <laughs> but you know i mean he who laughs last you know i mean why did the cherry on top why why not i mean i'd be happy well, with it either way as i've also learned some things from uh previous incarnations um and, and the biggest thing i learned and again i can't go into too much detail but the the last hollywood thing was never public and um I've been kind of content to like, you know, I'm just a comic book guy. I'm not, I'm just not a Hollywood guy. You know, I don't know what I'm doing. So give it to someone who knows what he's doing. And then the last Hollywood iteration, which was never public, you know, I won't, won't say who had it. Uh, it was terrible and it, it was God awful. And my hands were tied and I couldn't do anything about it. Like um, once I sort of seated, seated control, I couldn't get it back. Uh-huh. And I kept saying how terrible it was. And there was a point when a network passed on it and I was so relieved that, (laughs) you know, they rejected my book because it would have been so terrible. So the one thing I can say is that if and when Chu goes forward, there's going to be a lot more involvement with both Rob and myself. I'm never going to I'm never going to trust some Hollywood idiot to fuck it up without me getting a chance to fuck it up first. That, that oh man that's what we want to hear and you know the i mean you know that's what we all want to hear I think because it's 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 ridiculous to think that i mean I, it's it's redundant to just keep beating the dead horse of you know the people running hollywood don't know shit about film and entertainment they just know money that's it and when we're talking indie you know if you want to screw up a dc movie or a marvel movie to make your billion dollars do it but when we're talking things like chew and sweet tooth and invincible and all these great indie comics it's it, i mean it's blasphemous to to allow um the, yeah the, the the corporates to <laughs> even yeah. sneeze in that direction so i well, i, that, I was, was, that was the valuable lesson and then when when things finally reverted back to me i was getting all these calls and and from some really big names and i'm like well this comes attached with me this time you know mm-hmm. and you know and i'm not going to I'm not going to screw over my partner either, you know, so Rob Guillory has got to be involved. So there was, there was um, a level of me, like some people are like, no, 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 we just want the property. You know, we'll, we'll give you a good paycheck and you'll be a consultant, which is code word for you don't do anything. You just, Mm -hmm. just take some shut up money. And, and uh, I did that last time didn't work. So I tried something different. That being said, I can't go into any more detail, but there, there is definitely stuff going on behind the scenes. I love it. That, that seriously, that, that makes my whole goddamn year to hear that because the last time we talked, John, you seemed defeated that it was never going to even be a thing. But so much has happened. Um, and well, the last I mean, year no, it was still going on. I just had to be a little more like, oh, I okay, guess I'm being less quiet about. It. I mean, this thing has been this thing's been going on for more than a year at this point. Uh, gotcha. But it does seem to get a little closer. You know, uh, every I, I can't say every day because it certainly doesn't get closer every day, but but every month it gets a little closer and uh, I think it'll happen eventually. That, that's awesome. And I mean, Rob, he's, he's got his thing going on with farmhand, farmhand too. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he's got a little bit of experience now, I, I would imagine dealing with these, uh, 
these people. So having him, you know, to kind of have yeah, that. I mean, well, that, Rob's got that. And, you know, this, this would be our, this would be our like fourth time on the Hollywood merry-go-round. So uh, each time we learn a little, you know, more. Um, so, you know, we'll see. We'll okay, see. Man. Well, well, I, I, we will see eventually. I don't, I honestly, I don't care when it is, as long as the people see it, man, because it's, this is the thing. This is going to be the thing. I love it. Um, I, but I, I, I could talk to you about you all goddamn day, John, you know that, but you, you've got other things too, that have been coming out recently uh, as we speak tomorrow, I believe issue. No, two of I got that wrong. Somehow. Um, I, 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 I read the calendar on all week. I've been promoting Chew seven and Bermuda two, thinking it's tomorrow. It, and, and then I'm pissed because my comps haven't showed up in the mail. Oh, and shit. today I got a thing saying from FedEx saying, oh, your comps are going to show up on Saturday. And it's like, hmm, usually I get it the week before. And then I look at the calendar and solicitations like, oh, my books don't come out until the 25th, not the 18th. Oh, shit. So, <laughs> yeah, so I was wrong. Uh, and all, all my little Facebook and, um, and, and Twitter proclamations, like tomorrow I got to get on and be like, uh, I'm too stupid to read a calendar um uh, people understand because it happens with indies it seems like at weekly there's always one book that didn't come out when we thought it was going to come out so well i mean it is coming out when it was solicited and when it was supposed to i just i don't know sitting at sitting at home all the time and being you know it's not quite locked down but but it's more locked downy than it was again and um i don't know time moves weird and it's like wait you know it's August and, you know, July just flew by. Is it the end of the month yet? So uh -huh. I just, you know, I just lost track of time. We're already on the back end of August. This is crazy, man. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's so crazy. Um, but Bermuda, Jesus Christ. Uh, you, you, another banger. Um, uh, where did, how long has this one been in the works? Is this one of them COVID creations? Well, we, or? we originally solicited it before lockdown and yeah. Nick wasn't that far. And this was one of those things where we pulled back because of pandemic and pencils down and <clears throat> he really needed the time. And, and you can see why with every page and like <laughs> the first issue doesn't even do justice to what's coming. Um, wow. And, you know, Nick's also doing like, like 40 Marvel covers a week. And like, he just draws things like he, he never sleeps. And yet the book has taken him quite a while, but, but it's, uh, it's just phenomenally gorgeous. It really is. It it really is. Um, I I, what 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 were the uh the, the plans? With, I mean, is this your first? No, this isn't your first time working with IDW because you. Oh God, no! In no, fact, no, I would no. say I'd worked with IDW, possibly more than anybody. When first thing they did was when I did Puffed with Image, through Valentino as publisher, Eric Larson came on, and then he didn't like it because he's more of a superhero guy, and that was more indie. So IDW collected my image book. And then I did a uh, an idiot's guide for IDW. I did Scarface. I did uh, Godzilla. Uh -huh. I've done uh, like a Funko Judge Dredd. And then I did a Judge Dredd versus Aliens versus Predator that was IDW slash Dark Horse. Um, yep. And I feel like there's something else. Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I, I go back way back with IDW. And Scott Doonbeer, who is my IDW editor, was actually my Wildstorm boss. And he was the guy who gave me my first job in comics. Wow. So it like he he hired me as an assistant editor at Wildstorm in like 97. So it really kind of feels like full circle-y that 
um, uh, you know, that I'm finally doing a book for Scott and it's been fun, you know, like, uh, you know, a lot of editors you don't communicate with, they're like too busy, but I swear to God, Scott and I talk like four times a week, uh, just on it, you know, every aspect of this book. I love it. Uh, it's uh, so. Um, I mean, what are, what are, what are the plans with Bermuda? Is this something you want to do? I mean, <laughs> well, another sixty so, issue run with, or well, I mean, it, it took it took Nick over two years to do four issues, and he's doing something else uh, after this. But he wants to come back to this. Okay. Um, and I think we'll probably just do four issue arcs every couple of years. Um, All right. Uh, just you know, just because of the level of detail, but, you know, Scott's like, you know, Hey, get me a pitch for the second arc and we know what it'll be. And I'll probably write a couple issues and we'll just slide it under Nick's door and be like, we know you're working on other stuff, but you know, when you feel like drawing Vikings and, you know, samurais and, you know, whatever we're putting into the second arc, you know, here you go. Oh so, man. I love it. Uh, so, I mean, that, that, that's that's going to make for a hell of a, a, a collection here in a, a few years. I mean, yeah, uh, and the other thing is, you know, Scott Dunbeer is the guy who not only is, is the, he's the guy who like brings home a trillion Oscars. He's the guy who uh, pioneered the um, the artist edition and and, you know, those giant oversized books. And mm. also, um, uh, you know, IDW is really good at repackaging. So, you know, I would hope for an oversized hardcover and, you know, hope for them to do it in all kinds of formats, you know, get, get, uh, you know, get as much mileage from this as they possibly can. Shit, a black and white edition would be amazing. Yeah, no, I mean, just after the, the, the first issue, it really is so unbelievable. I mean, the, the level of detail that goes into all of it, but I mean, it's it, the, the world that you build in just a, a single issue too. I mean, you, you set it up for just these infinite possibilities and man. Well, the uh, other thing I, I've got going on is, is we don't know how far, like the, 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 the Chu CHU numbers aren't really as high as we'd like to. And, and I think, um, I think we hurt ourselves by taking as long of a, as a break between arcs as we did, but like, COVID kind of both messed up me and Dan and we didn't communicate. And I think I needed to ride Dan a little harder with, with deadlines where Rob set his own deadlines. And I just kind of like, kind of let things slip. So it, it's a tighter ship now. Mm -hmm. um, we're at least doing one more arc. And, you know, I want to keep doing Chew, the new Chew forever, but, but we may, we may have to like see how it goes after the third arc and, and kind of, sit back and let some of the TPB money roll in. Gotcha. That being said, I'm doing something you have never seen before uh, in uh, Chew 11. And then I'm doing something that no one's ever seen before in Chew 12. And uh, uh, they're both super cool. And, and the Chew 12 thing is going to require a ton of work and a ton of coordination. But uh, comic book fans are just going to go nuts. Really, something we've never seen before. I mean, I'm trying to to fathom what that could yeah. be. I mean, it's yeah. well. Uh, I mean, it's a there's a gimmick for issue eleven, and then there's another gimmick for twelve. And the the funny thing is, it's the the arc is called the exclusive comic con, and she's hiding out at a comic convention, and then gets the idea to steal a uh, you know a, a million dollar comic. So it's very like insidey. So like. Even when, you know, because I like to avoid gimmicks, but if you're ever going to do a gimmick, something very meta that takes place in a Comic-Con, uh, you know, is a great place to do it. 
Oh man. Uh, I love, uh, just, yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's all I needed to hear, man. I, I, my, my brain's already going a million miles a, a second trying to process that, but, uh, uh, so what are we at? We're issue six. Now we got five ish. Okay. Yeah. No, is it was by the end of the year, beginning of next year when we're going to be. So, so this arc wraps in November and then I think we take a month off and then in January, the second trade comes We'll probably take, so so the next arc will probably come in either February or March, probably March, All right. uh, just just to give Dan a lot of time. And like I said, this issue 12, um, it could potentially be very big, like in terms of pages, like I don't know the page count yet. Um, it, it could grow. Uh, and like Dan's about to, to stop, um, nine and i have to have him do some things for 12 that i need to get started now before he moves on to 10 wow that's that's that, I, I i can't even like and I I, said, i'm I, also gonna call in basically every favor i can from a you know 25 year career oh, uh, man. it's gonna be huge <laughs> which oh, again man. we kind of need it because i i think I think this book is flying under the radar, at least in terms of floppies. You know, people, uh, Chew has always sold better in trade than it does floppies, but um, I, I think retailers have kind of forgotten about this book, especially the second arc. So uh, yeah, numbers uh, numbers are kind of piss poor, which uh, kind of sucks. Well, I, I, um, from here on out, I mean, we're it's its, it's own schedule, right? We're going monthly um it's it's the arc well done. i mean it'll be like it'll be like chew at the end where we go monthly uh, and then break between take a arcs. month off do a trade take a month off and then come back so you gotcha. know it's it's not quite monthly but it definitely has a um uh a, a more of a schedule you can kind of set your watch to gotcha i mean we're getting calendar. number seven here in just a, a couple of weeks so yeah you know i i'm you know i i both of us and and if and when we talk again, I kind of dropped the ball because I should have I should have set you up with a seven PDF so you could have uh, <laughs> you know been ahead of the uh, you know the readers and had had something we could tease. So you know that's 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 uh, bad on me for not setting you up. So well, I'll just I'll remember better. the next time to uh, to, to to ask because uh... yeah, hey, you got any PDFs <laughs> I can look at? Yeah. Hell yeah, man! Look at me and all my privileges asking John Layman <laughs> for personal PDFs of oh man, I love it. I love it. Uh, seriously, what, what you've been doing in a time, you know, I mean, it seemed like everything was all hope was getting ready to be lost on so many levels with comics, like right, right before we were, I mean, right around the time we were getting ready to talk and it was just, it, it was grim, but I mean, knowing now that what, what you, you've been, you've had all these irons in the fire and you're still working hard and you haven't, you haven't, hold the reins back at all man you're still very much john fucking layman the mighty goddamn layman i mean this uh, is I, I i mean i'm glad it looks that way um but yeah i feel like uh think, i i feel like uh you know lockdown and lack of travel have definitely slowed me down and then you know i'm i'm playing the waiting game on a, on a few things and like like leviathan nick nick patera says that leviathan is up and running again you know lord only knows what that means but at least he's uh you know, back to working on that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Who knows what any of that means, man? Um, yeah. I mean, at least he's committed to 
finishing it. It still may take a while, but but I'd rather have that than an abandoned book. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm 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 with that every single time too. I, I I'm so fine with it just taking forever, and as as long as we eventually get to see it within yeah. you know, I mean one's lifetime. You're probably too young for this, but like there was a there was like a year gap between Watchmen eleven and twelve, and once uh you know once it finally came out, people tend to forget you know uh one, you know once you've got a nice bookshelf version so uh, yeah uh, there is a point of getting to that yes no it's uh, I I guess that would have been right 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 before me right before me so no I guess I I mean I clearly wouldn't remember it but I don't think it was in just out of my lifetime um man uh you you've yeah when we last talked you uh you 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 teased a a crossover that you know you couldn't talk about but since has come out and that was the mars attacks red sonia and uh oh yeah yeah that was (laughs) i was just brushing up on that again man that that, that's just the so much fun like your, your your crossovers are great i love the uh the outer darkness chew crossover um, oh, I, I, yeah, I, I've written some weird ones in my time. I've done uh, Army of Darkness, Marvel Zombies, yeah. um, Judge Dredd versus Predator versus Aliens. Uh, <coughs> uh, let's see. Um, the, the Red Sonja Claw. So, I, you know, that was returning to Red Sonja. Like, it was really weird to, you know, my first, first crossover was Red Sonja. And then to come back to write Red Sonja again. Uh, with Mars Attacks, but the first time I wrote Mars Attacks was with IDW, and this time was with Dynamite. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's, it's funny all that jumps around like that and all circles back. But uh, and, yeah, and what, what's kind of cool? I didn't even know this was coming. I wrote a uh, a Guardians team up a few years, like that was my last Marvel work. Must have been like 2015 at this point, and it just showed up in this like digest book of like kind of like fun, accessible. I don't want to say it's a kitty book, but it's definitely like an intro, like it's like a she she Hulk one oh one book, and uh, okay. I wrote it as a it's a she Hulk Gamera team up where <clears throat> uh, Gamera is like hiding out out on Earth, you know, uh, from a bounty hunter, and the bounty hunter is told, you know, you know, go after the green girl, you know, how many green girls are there on Earth, and he ends up going after she Hulk, she Hulk and Gamera turn up uh, team up. Um, not quite the same kind of team up if you're writing it, you know, with Marvel <laughs> characters. But yeah, I've I've written some fun team ups over the years. Uh, no, you, you you certainly have, man. You're 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 uh, you're a master at it. You're actually you were saying that um, Sam Keith was actually going to have you write the Batman Max crossover as well. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I helped him get it off the ground, but but Max is such a personal book that I felt yeah. really uncomfortable being a, a part of this. Like, like. That's like David Lynch asking me to like, you know, help him with a new David Lynch movie. No, you know, <laughs> you don't need me on that. Like, and, and so I kind of helped Sam kind of hammer out the, um, like, I, I think I got a thank you credit or something, but I, I had to walk away because I was not right for that. And it's like, this is Sam, you know, you are so much, uh, you know, you are so much the max that I, I, I feel like I'm trespassing. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I could totally understand that, too, because, I mean, it's uh, you, you did the right thing, because I, 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 I know Sam Keith fans. I'm one of them. And I mean, they, 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 shit, they're sensitive. They're sensitive. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, Sam, Sam's also 
you know, he, he's, um, you know, he, like me, like we have a lot in common and we're both kind of uh, balls of neurosis in our own <laughs> way. And I think Sam really needed someone to like a friend to hold his hand and get this thing, like get the ball moving. And once, once it started rolling, it was, it was, he didn't want me to step away, but then once the things started moving, he was more okay with it. You know, he felt yeah. more comfortable once uh, he sort of knew where he was going with it. I so, love that. Well, you were, you were the one that uh, gave me hope that it was actually going to finish. Cause when we were talking, it was on a long hiatus. Like that issue three had been sitting on, Right, but it did finish, right? It did. It yeah, did. Yeah. It's it's I've got every single cover that came out for it on my wall, man. It's uh I'm a I was a super fan, that's for sure. But you gave me hope because um I know a lot of us kind of like thought well it just kind of went away. It was resolicited yeah. and resolicited, and then it just kind of stopped being solicited, and then well, Sam finishes things eventually. Yes, well, that's that's what we love about Sam though, is because he it's it, 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 He's just one of those characters in himself. Like, have, have you met him? No, no. It's oh. it's a it's a he's he's a he's a dream. That's for sure. That's somebody. Yeah, he, really he's like a to... really he's an odd guy, but he's also very sensitive and very sweet. And he's like he's just one of the nicest people, you know, in comics. And it's like it's weird because I know what a legend he is, mm-hmm. and then but I'm also like pretty good friends with him. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, it's 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 just it's nice to be able to like peek behind the curtain and then sort of realize, yeah, this guy is, he's, you know, he's a weird dude, but he deserves all of his success. Uh, totally. just, a, just a genuinely just nice, wonderful guy. That's, that's, that's what we all want to hear as Sam Keith fans. Cause there's nothing worse than hearing like, I wouldn't want to, I mean, cause we, we, we worry cause he, he makes so few appearances. It makes you wonder yeah. like, is it, is it because he hates us? But uh, well, he, no, he's <laughs> just, I, I don't think he's sort of, wired for socialization in, in yeah. the way that um a lot of people are right no and that's uh, that's totally understandable that's that's the uh that's the acceptable excuse um <laughs> I, lo- I love it man I, I don't mean to come on here and just talk about sam but it's not very often that you know it was, uh, you get somebody that's fr- good friends with somebody that you admire so much so yeah. and you you've yeah, worked I mean, with and the fact and... that i've done like you know, two books with him. I did an aliens yeah. book and then, you know, yeah. our own creation, which uh, we're both really proud of. Uh, and, you know, that was another one, issue five, you know, there was a bit of a lag between issue four and issue five. And uh, uh, Aftershock was real patient with us, but the, uh, you know, the, the end product worked out real well. Uh, yeah, no, just a couple of fucking masters, man. Uh, I, I can't believe I'm actually having this conversation with you right now. It's it's insane. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, that's uh, Eleanor. That's what it was. I, I'm yeah, not, Eleanor. Not the top of, yeah. Uh, uh, yes. Um, I, I remember I was working at Mile High Comics when we had last spoken. I didn't even know that this had existed yet. Um, but I was working at Mile High Comics for a while, and I was flipping through their uh, their back issue bin. And I could spot Sam Keith art from a mile away. Oh, and sure. I was like, what the fuck is this? I didn't see this. And I pulled this out and I saw your name on it. And there was issues two, three, and four. So all I had to do was go into the back and find one and five. And I'll be damned, man. Uh, I just. <laughs> yeah, it didn't, you know, it didn't set any sales records. But, you know, I, I was just finishing Chew. And Sam, you know, kind of does all this dark stuff. And we wanted to, we basically wanted to do a Miyazaki movie, you know, like a real kind of a, a kind of a sweet um surreal adult fairy tale that you know i mean kids could enjoy this although it's you know it's not it doesn't have any like you know grotesque content although it 
might be a little too weird, but just, yeah, like, just like an adult fairy tale. And then, mm -hmm. um, like, looking at the art, uh, it's just beautiful. I'm looking at it right now. I just grabbed it off my, uh, off my shelf. Did you letter that one, too? Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I pretty much letter everything I... I used to letter more. Now I just keep it to everything I own or I do. Yeah. Um, well, you have a you have a letter for Bermuda though. Me. You're you're really. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit. Did I I'm a, did I look at that wrong? I must have read the credits wrong on that because I I should I actually son of a bitch. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, damn. I, I, I lettered Bermuda, and that that's one of the reasons I talked to Scott so much because you know we we have time. And, you know, Scott likes to noodle. He'll kill it. He will literally call me up. Hey, what do you think about this panel? And, you know, you know, moving this thing, you know, a, a quarter of a centimeter. And I was uh, like, well, is this really worth a phone call? But, you know, Scott's my friend. And then we, you know, bullshit about which TV shows we're watching or whatever. <laughs> I love it, man. Uh, that's just one of the, the the many things that you do so well. It's, you're you're an underrated letterer. Like people don't recognize you as a, as a letterer, but... I know I do because I mean I, I, I see that was the thing is I remember looking at this going oh good another one he lettered but I remember being confused reading the credits so I don't know what the, I must have had a moment of dyslexia when you or look something. at the inside front cover oh they've got a they've got a a, a design credit and I think uh, I, you know I'm at the top as writer and letterer but if you just kind of skim that and just see the writer part you could easily look at design and think that that guy is the letterer and uh, he actually. In, a, in in at least one review, he got credited as the letterer. Okay. Like, eh, whatever. Gotcha. The, the okay. only thing I didn't letter, and it was kind of interesting, like it, it it hurt and I wanted to letter it, but then they gave Outer Darkness to Pat uh, Brousseau, who's, ah. he's like an old school pro. You know, he did like the first Hellboy story and he's like, he, he's been around mm. forever. And like, as a letterer, I just do... You know, I buy cool fonts from Comic Craft and I've got like, you know, a decent design sensibility. But Pat is the real thing where he he will like hand letter sound effects and like, you know, every like every book I letter kind of looks the same. You know, I use the same fonts and I have the same like I have my own lettering style that I keep consistent. But Pat will change his style for the book. Um, and so it was really interesting and a little hard to like see outer darkness not lettered by me yeah. and it's like well it's good i wouldn't have done that this one this thing's actually better than something i could do but you know it's different you know i always kind of wonder what would outer darkness look like if i would have lettered it yeah did, did you uh letter the crossover i lettered the rob guillory pages yeah i see okay see i, I bet there's definitely some layman lettering in that for yeah, sure yeah. but yeah the yeah Gillery i wanted to keep you know all the chew stuff consistent so there's yeah. you know i used like you know sort of the chew stock sound effects and you know the font changes and all that sort of stuff and uh uh you know i told pat you know go ahead and voucher for the whole issue i'm not doing it for the money i'm just you know, when, when Rob and I are getting the band back together, we're, we're getting it back together fully. So I want to letter the Rob pages. Oh man. Uh, I, I love it. I love it so much. Um, Jesus, Sean, you're, you're, you're killing it right now, dude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I've loved everything you've put out since the last we talked. Um, are there any more crossovers in the works that you could like hint at like you did? last? No, time? I mean, <laughs> no, no. I, I, you know, I've got, I've got, you know, Bermuda and chew and then, everything else is sort of in developmental stage okay and then there's 
these non-comic book things I'm working on. Really? Um, that I've alluded to one, but can't really mm-hmm. talk about. So it's, um, yeah, it's, it, it's weird because, you know, Bermuda and Chew are my only books slated for this year. And uh, like next year, I've only got two books in the hopper too, which is, you know, usually I've got three or four or five. So it's, it's definitely me pulling back a little bit. Um, that's because of these other things going on. That's that's exciting though. I mean, as long as you're 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 working and doing stuff, man, to entertain us, we're 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 happy. I mean, I, I whether I mean it's a it's a TV series in development or um, more chew uh, a third, fourth, fifth arc with saffron. Like we we want to see it all, man. I mean, we're uh, Bermuda coming out in four issue spurts. Well, the we're, other we're, thing, uh, I you know, I I still talk to Rob Guillory and. You know, we we've always talked about Chew Two, but but I, I don't know the I don't feel the need to do Chew Two since I've got this other Chew book going. So you know, I've been talking to Rob Guillory about what we will do next, uh, mm. and we know what it is, uh, and the first issue is written. Uh, but you know, he's got to you know, farmhands his priority. He's got to finish that. Yes, yes. Uh, that that. Oh my God, that's so exciting! I love how you just slipped that in there real quick. Jesus Christ, John. But I mean, um, <laughs> yeah, Rob and I. You know, it, it was always a matter of us. You know, we were. I needed a longer break than he did after Chew. You know, because I don't know. I I'm older and he's younger with more energy, and you know, he's got three kids that you know eventually got to get put through college, and I don't. Um, <laughs> so Rob jumped right into farmhand, and now he's like, you know stuck in the middle of it so it's like well he's got to finish farmhand before we can get the band back together so but yeah, yeah you know there's always always the plan that rob and i will uh you know keep working together that's the dream man that's the dream oh that's that's so awesome um, But we're even talking like i'm talking to dan like if we have to take a break because i don't want to lose dan um you know if we have to take a break between after the, the third shoe arc then we'll just do something else uh, because, you know, the um, trades, trade money takes longer to get than floppy okay. money. I mean, that that's the advantage of floppies. Like, you know, a, a floppy comes out and then three months later you get a check. But when a trade comes out, you got to wait, you know, nine months or longer. And, you know, bookstores can, you know, Barnes and Nobles can return books or Amazon or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, so the payout of a trade takes a lot longer. And if you're making money on the trade... Like we might just have to step back and like, well, we got three chew trades. Let's let them make some money first, so we can, you know, so we can afford the new uh, chew things. Uh, the other thing is this book, CHU. Unlike like CHEW was always a novel, you know, with a beginning, middle, and end. Where this isn't like I know the ending, or I know how things, I know how things end for Saffron, but it's not a novel in the same way. It's just like she's the she's the vehicle for me to return to this world whenever i want to hmm i got it I, oh man that's uh, and it's fun because i something was missing i i was doing like i'm I, the editor in me is very good at course correcting if i'm going down a wrong path and i was with with chu chu nine and i knew what it was missing and and so i went a different direction and it's such a good issue now. Um, but the fun thing is, we got uh, we got some uh, a little bit of a, a couple cameos from some from some 
classic Chew characters. So, oh man, um, hell yeah! And not Tony, uh, you know, which is which is good. So it's it's uh, it, it was fun to uh, sort of go into her backstory then, and then you know her backstory is tied to you know the Chew family. Right, right. I mean, and that 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 gallery of characters and the the you know the the original Chew universe is so deep. So I mean, because yeah, yeah. I mean, there were some there were some great survivors. That's for sure. I mean, there were some people that didn't make it, but uh, the, the the survivors that that's oh man, uh yeah no the endless possibilities. Uh, you have me. I mean, not that I needed to be hyped up on this series anymore, but well, I, I didn't plan to have like the two cameos this early, but but it it does sort of go back into our past, and then I realized, oh wait. I, I have to use two characters, you know, they're, they're, they're integral to her backstory. Love it, man. Love it. And I know the other readers are going to love it too. That's for Yeah, I think sure. so too. I think so too. Ah, uh, man. So much to be excited for John. I thought we were just going to come on here and just shoot the shit. Well, I mean, we did just shoot the shit, but you, 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 you talk, you're letting me in on stuff that <laughs> I didn't feel uh, I deserved yet. This, this is, this is awesome. Man. I can't this... go to cons anymore and shoot my mouth off oh man yeah shit um yeah no that's a that's a whole other ball of sadness because even even the ones that are scheduled now it's so questionable so it's oh. yeah well i mean now they're taking kind of proactive measures like you know you gotta wear a mask you gotta um <clears throat> you know have your your vaccine card so you know that's gonna help because a lot of people you know, especially like you know creators with like four-year-old kids you know you, you, you go to a con you're like shaking so many like Concred is just a uh, just a given, but you oh, don't yeah. want to get like you know COVID concred where you you know kill your toddler. Right, right. No, totally, a hundred percent. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I'm I'm all for them not going full blown. Everything's back to normal at cons because I kind of always had a problem with cleanliness to begin with. You know, I, I remember be, you know being somebody that before I got my press pass and my privileges and whatnot, I just stand in line and you hear the people going, "We need you to all to get closer and get closer," yeah. and it's like I'm yeah, swallowing this kids. This yeah. But, I mean, I I I miss travel and I miss cons, and that was uh, that was a level of fuel that I don't you know that I don't get right now. Yeah. Yeah, no, ah, man. Eventually, eventually, yeah. though. Um, but in the meantime, I mean, you you have these 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 little podcasts to vent at, I guess. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I I've actually I try to do more now, recognizing that people don't have the same avenues. Um, so that that's why I was like, I knew we had talked, but I was trying to like, uh, which one is this? Because uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a few. Yeah, no, there's there's definitely a few out there for sure. But I, I cheers to comics is so happy to have you back, man. This is uh, I don't we, we we when we originally spoke, I kind of told you um, when I first started way back when I had a co-host, uh, he he got he, I dumped him when he said when I brought up the fact that, you know, I, I'm going to get John Lehman on the podcast and he laughed and I was like, oh, you don't believe me. And then, you know, less than a year later, you're on the podcast now, two years later. I mean, you've been on twice like I'm telling you, like you you are a driving factor for me wanting to do good at this podcast to have you back for, for a return. Like it, it really means oh, so well, much. John, happy to so. be here. This is, this is awesome, man. Um, I'm glad to see you still making comics. You plan on putting out floppies. You're not, you're not going to Substack hundred percent. Are you man? Like what's going on with no, the, what I, the fuck I, is Substack? I, I don't think, I, I don't think, I mean, the guys they're getting are just the biggest names right now. Uh, 
and good for it, it's kind of funny because the guys they're getting are the ones who don't really have trouble getting comics you know mm. getting comic work um yeah that being said i don't be great like every single one of these people i know is going to do great so uh you know and put out you know great stuff so i'm i'm happy for the sub stack thing i don't i don't necessarily trust it yeah you know what i mean i don't think uh i don't think it's going to be around in two years See, that's that's kind of why I'm too. Like, I feel like it's just gonna be a it's a temporary shift. It's gonna rock the boat, but eventually, you know, it's gonna steer back on course here soon. I, I, I don't know. You know, okay, you're you're a Donnie Cates fan, and you 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 sign up for the Donnie Cates fan, but uh, thing, but you know, do you have the money to do you know Chip Zarsky and uh, like you know everybody like you, you James James Tynan and Scott Snyder and Scotty Young like like are you gonna pick your fate like you know how you're like um uh i i've i've disconnected cable i've cut the cord but i still do like netflix and uh i've got amazon prime and i do disney when there's something i want to watch but right you, you can't subscribe to everything so like i i, I just kind of wonder what the landscape is going to look like in in a while yeah yeah no i i i'm i'm, I'm right there with you um i'm, I'm it's it's good to know that the the not every creator is a hundred percent on board. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but I mean, I, I I I I like the classics, man. I want I want to go to the shop and pick up my books. I don't want to get them yeah, in an email. Same here, same here. You know, that's, that's even just, even if I and I do buy things digitally these days, but I I like going to a shop and like kind of looking and seeing what's around and like you know knowing that eventually these books are going to be on my bookshelf. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. I don't know. I'm thinking uh, a lot of these creators are eventually going to kind of get homesick too in that way. And yeah, I don't but, know. I mean, well, from what I've heard, a ton of money is being offered right now to um, uh, uh, for these people to like package books that they're going to own and then that they will eventually see print. So you oh, know, really? I can't okay. blame anyone for uh, for doing this. Well, I mean, as long as books eventually get turned into print, I mean, that, then I'm not so, you know, I'm not as quick to turn my shoulder to it. But I mean, in the end, comic books need to be a physical medium. You know, I mean, the story could be told ahead of time digitally to gauge interest and all of that good stuff. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm fine with that. You know, no reason to print shit that people aren't going to read. But um, in the end, if people are reading it, then it needs to be printed. And um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I just, it's good to know that that's an option down the road. But in the meantime, it's also good to know that not every single creator is willing to jump to that side of the boat. And we still got people like yourself keeping the balance to it all because we still well, need John I mean, Lehman books out there. It, it's easy because they haven't offered me, they haven't offered me the kind of money. I mean, these are, from what I'm hearing, they're, it's crazy money deal. And, you know, it would like, have to I, be. You quit fucking Batman. You quit like yeah. the dream job in comics to write Batman. I think that's every mainstream, you know, comic dream it's because it's got to be the highest paying gig in comics i mean yeah. it's, it's got to be and well, to say that with there's royalties for sure um and then you know to, to say that it, it gets better than that i mean it's it's mind-blowing to even fathom what is on the other end of that fence so i mean we'll find out we'll find out i don't know maybe but, you know we'll... i also have to say that, that james Tynan has just been on fire lately and he uh, absolutely has he's uh, undeniable and, and you know he, he's a, you know i i saw him when he was when he was not, you know, when he was still up and coming and, you know, it, it couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. Uh, you know, like, uh, I was really, 
actually I had several friends up for best writers, so it couldn't have gone wrong when the, the Eisners hit, but I was very happy for James and it was, you know, it was well-earned and well-deserved. Oh, no, I, I think that's undeniable um, because I, I was also one of those people that I got to shake his hand, you know, like in the, the, just, the, the death metal days, this thing it was just starting to kind of, you know, it was working with Snyder a bunch and, or what was it? It was, it wasn't even death metal. It was just dark Knights metal. Yeah. And um, he, he gladly signed every single issue without, I mean, he was just the nicest guy, like you said, and to know that someone like that is, you know, just one of the main faces in comics right now, it's, 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 it's refreshing. You know, that's, that's the cool thing is you hear, you know, you look at Hollywood and like, Oh yeah, behind the scenes are real pieces of shit, but you hardly ever hear that about the big dogs in comics, man. Like I'm talking to you for a second time. You're clearly not an asshole. Well, I mean, <laughs> you're, not not that James isn't wildly ta- talented, but there, there's a certain point where if you are an asshole, no one's going to want to work with you. Yeah, so, that's true. you know, it, it's kind of very telling, uh, you know, some of the people who are very big and then disappear, you know, it's because mm. they were assholes. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it certainly helps that, you know, James is a, you know, a, a super cool guy. Yeah, no, I, I, w- I would imagine so. It's 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 just it's so fun watching all these people succeed, man. Like yourself, John. Like yourself. Um, it's it's just uh, uh we 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 as soon as uh, we we get five months straight of a two arc, uh, the, the, these these floppy sales are gonna boost back up for you, man. These trade sales are. Gonna I think so, a- and even if they don't, I am confident it will eventually pay through with the um, you know, with the trade. Uh, yeah. it's just it's you know. I'm not, it is cool to see, you know, how great crossover is doing or department of truth or, or stray dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, you, you look. Uh, two numbers like, eh, shit should be higher, but you know, that's life. Eh, that it is. But I mean, like I said, every, everything ends up working out in the end, man. Chew will be recognized. There's no doubt about it. All of this stuff. I mean, Bermuda, all the people talking about Bermuda, like I I walk, I I just did a cross country trip East coast. I made sure I stopped off at every shop and um, I'll be damned. That's fun to do. I used to, when I lived in San Francisco or San Diego, me and a buddy would like drive all over LA and go to as many, uh, you know, LA comics shops as we could. Oh yeah, man. I, 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 I tore up the Virginia, West Virginia area, man. And to, to know that like in, in them, their Hills, you bring up Bermuda and they're talking about, I mean, like they're, they're sold out. I mean, people fucking love Bermuda, dude. This is, I, I'm so excited for you and it's, it's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. So, ah, oh, man, John, I'm so glad I've had this opportunity yeah, I mean, it's, again. It's nice because it's been so, you know, a book like this, you work on it for so long and then you're kind of worried that, you know, how's it, you know, how, how's it going to play? Uh, so it's been really satisfying. Good. Good. I'm, I'm glad that you're, ah, you're, you're, you're feeling it, man. It's important. It's important. Well, also like, uh, you know, I'm a little more used to this than Nick Bradshaw, you know, mm-hmm. he's, he's, this is his first, you know, he did some danger girl work, but danger girl's not his. And to mm-hmm. like, you know, for him to get like, uh, sort of the accolades you know he, he's not going to get this from from marvel you know no. because this is his yeah yeah no that's got to be exciting man and to 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 be able to help give these these artists you know the boltwoods and the <laughs> the bradshaws that you know help boost up their their artistic credits man it's it's uh it's got yeah, i mean good. dan has been struggling in comics for a while uh and and this 
this is sort of the first thing that's, you know, gotten people to take notice, which is nice because, you know, he is just monstrously talented. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I mean, I'm uh, just like with Guillory, I'm going to be buying everything that his name's attached to now. It's just too good not to. I mean, it's yeah, I agree. Uh, man, uh, Mr. Layman, this has been more than a pleasure. This this has been a dream, man. I, I can't believe once again the the, the second time. I, I I look forward to a third. Um, I'm I'm well. Let's do it again in uh, let's do it in a few more months. Uh, especially if you ever hear an announcement. You you goddamn right, man. We're oh, you you bet your ass. I'm gonna be the first one tweeting you saying what the fuck, man. Let's talk. <laughs> I'm right clearing my right uh, yeah. Oh hell yeah, John. Um, seriously, thank you so goddamn much for clearing your schedule. This is. Oh, man, I, I can't express it enough. Um, you know, if there's ever anything that you want to talk about, there's always an open mic here for you, brother. You don't have to wait for me to ask you. That's for damn sure. All right. Sounds good. Right All on, man. John. You stay talk safe, you brother. Time. We'll talk soon. Cheers. Hey, this is Ken M. Padawan J. Coach Duffy. From the Ocho Duro Parlay Hour podcast. Every week, the ODPH is talking sports, movies, TV, comics, and more. It's always a parlay of topics on each episode. You can find the ODPH on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, and wherever you find great podcasts, such as the one you're listening to right now. Don't forget to check out OchoGuroParlayHour.com, where you can find the links to all of the ODPH social media accounts, links to the bands whose music you hear each week on the show, hashtag 607 podcast info, and parlay points, our companion block section of the show. Thanks for listening to the ODPH. Now get back to your regularly scheduled podcast. Well, there you have it. Episode 343 in the books. Another creator has been cornered, and it's just not any creator, people. It is one of the greatest creators to ever grace the, uh, the, the, the platform of all time. Seriously, I, I really put him up there in, in, in as an all-time great. Uh, there's uh, uh, over a quarter century of work, continuing to work, going strong, has stuff coming, uh, big moves coming, man. It is, it is time. It is time. It is chew time. How about those, uh, those little hints at there being a uh, chew series in the works? My guess, Amazon Prime. It's my guess. Um, and I specifically mentioned Invincible and the Boys, which were all, or he did as well, I believe, all Prime. Hmm, hmm, hmm. It would be, uh, oh man, can you imagine? Start casting now, people. Start getting your fucking chew number one slabbed. Get all your first appearances slabbed. It's, uh, it's, it's coming. It's coming. I would expect an official announcement any time now, but you can say probably her. I'm one of the first people that actually confirmed that there is something working. Because if you did listen to the last podcast, I had with him, he was just like, oh no, that, that, that ship's dead in the water. Despite what he says here, I gotta record it. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I don't know, it's um, it, it's incredible stuff. And how about the, I don't know, what what, what, what are we thinking about this uh, true number 11 and 12? Are we thinking that this is going to be the big image crossover thing that we're looking for? Talking about calling in favors from 25 years now? Hmm, I don't know. Speculate all you want. I know I'm going to pick up, you know, a, a bunch of each. When it comes on the FOCs, though, be prepared for those pull-list priorities, people. Ooh. Um, <laughs> because uh, yeah, I'm going to be hyping this up like a son of a bitch. I really am. Um, so, I don't know. This is... 
this was an absolute incredible experience. Um, if you're a listener that you know is just tuned in, and the uh, you know hasn't didn't get the opportunity to listen to the first interview with John Lehman, just keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling deep in the archives, and it's there. That's where you'll get the origin story, and we you know you hear me gush even more. And yeah, we also go on about Sam Keith in that episode as well. <laughs> oh, exciting times, man! Exciting times. So there you go. If you like this and you haven't. Uh, um, left a five-star review on Apple Podcasts yet, then you, you are a song bitch. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I, I say that with kindness, but I say it nonetheless. Um, so yeah, go ahead and drop that five-star review because it is the thing that's going to help uh, get these these episodes out to the masses in a, in a, you know, on a broader basis. Algorithms and computers and nerds and science and binary code and whatnot. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's up to the reviews and stuff to make it happen. If you like it, tell other people about it. You know, uh, you don't need to hoard it. You know, if I start getting a billion listeners, maybe I'll make my super exclusive picks even more exclusive. I don't know. Maybe I'll, th- that's what I'll do. Um, <laughs> uh, we'll see. But we gotta, we gotta grow. We gotta grow with uh, five star reviews. So, thank you again. I'll, uh, I'll talk to you the next time. There's things about comics to talk about. Oh, remember, check it out on CheersToComics.com. Huh. Uh, uh, what else do I say now? I say hi, I command that you stay safe and read responsibly. Cheers, you fuckers. You're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics podcast with Brian Wayne. This is Drew Zucker. You're listening to Cheers to Comics podcast. This is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics podcast. Podcast recommendations, you ask? Brian Wayne here, co-curator of The Apocalypse, And I know that sounds gnarly. That's because it is gnarly, man. The Apocalypse. What is The Apocalypse? The Apocalypse is a culmination of the gnarliest podcast, independent podcast, the internet has to offer. So instead of trying to go to Twitter the next time you uh, need a new podcast to listen to and try to get Twitter famous, podcast recommendations, please. Just think The Apocalypse, man. And it's ironic because The Apocalypse is only the beginning. It's only the beginning. Just go to podchaser.com. It's it's in the top list. The top list in the whole world. So whether you're looking for true crime, sports, uh, role-playing, uh, I don't know, anything, anything. Think of a podcast. It's on the apocalypse. It's like the apocalypse with a D. Hmm. And do not forget to follow the Apocalypse on Twitter as well. Once again, that is the Apocalypse. If you're looking for a podcast recommendation, the Apocalypse is sure to have something for you. Good morning. Brian Wayne here to tell you about my new podcast, The Real Brains. The Real Brains podcast is a show coming out daily dedicated to the everyday struggle of just the average human being. From troubles with rage to uh, anecdotes about uh, very strange human interactions, this podcast really is just a uh, somebody that's all too familiar with the struggle. I'm here to let you know that you are not alone, so come laugh at uh, our pain together every single weekday, every place you can catch a podcast. Check out The Real Brains with Brian Wayne, and remember, stay sane.